0: going on internet the black here, aka tbh and to be honest i'd like to welcome you guys back to the gaming illuminati podcast we are the enlightened gamers and i don't know how the hell we made it to episode 112 but we did if you're watching the video version know this show is available on apple spotify soundcloud and all other major podcast platforms before we get into it i'd like to remind everyone rate this show five stars on apple podcast your five star rating helps us move up the algorithm now let me introduce you to my co-host, the first of which is still the number one ranked Yakuza streamer in 2021. Sega loves him. UTX JZ the Don. Say what up to the people.
1: Yes, sir. Yes, sir. We're back again for episode 112. Dang, it's just like uh just like the, the, the crew out there, man. Shout it's cool. out to 112. Uh, <laughs> I thought about that to say it. Uh, but yeah, it man, let's, uh, let's talk these games, bro. Let's talk these games.
0: Facts, facts, facts. My second co-host, he's returned back to Apex Season Eight, even though he swears he don't like it. He be talking shit or whatever. Etho, say what up to the people. Loving and I hate it. What's up, everybody? Mm, yes, sir, yes, sir. And our guest for today is a Patreon backer who goes by Galaxy Greg. Say what up to the people. Shout out your social medias or whatever you want, or you say whatever. Say what that to the people, man.
2: Yo, what's good, everybody? It's your boy Galaxy Greg, host of the Be More Nerdy podcast follow me on all my socials on uh at galaxy greg spelled g-a-1-a-x-y-g-r-3-g that's instagram twitter youtube and twitch What you will be talking about on your podcast uh so- similar stuff man a lot of a lot of gaming a lot of anime movies comics all that good stuff we uh our goal is to try and get as many people immersed in the black community into some more anime and gaming and stuff but mm. as well as uh show people that the nerds of the wor- world aren't that weird yo
0: facts 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 so there you go if you're looking for another uh black gaming anime podcast
2: there you go what was it one more time for the people the be more nerdy podcast b-m-o-r-e nerdy podcast we're on uh apple music and spotify as well as many other dsps we are i'm currently making a youtube channel i've been kind of slacking but
0: yeah it's coming it's coming (laughs) yeah and if you want to appear on the next episode be sure to back us on patreon at patreon.com slash gi updates and maybe you can appear on the next one Uh, Before we get into the show, uh, free games this month for February 2021 on Xbox. Even though they don't got no games, I think they got Resident Evil, Dendara, Gears 5, Indiana Jones, and the Emperor Tomb, and then Lost Planet 2. You know, they need to really bring that franchise back, uh, Lost Planet. That was very underrated, but Xbox don't want to invest in none of their quality titles. And then on PlayStation, Destruction All-Stars for the PS5, Control Ultimate Edition, and then Concrete Genie. Overall, I think actually these free games, if you ain't got no money this month, free games are actually great uh, for Xbox and PlayStation. And then a couple delays, the Prince of Persia remaster, Ubisoft delayed that, and then Returnal on PS5. That got delayed till April, so PS5 ain't got no games either uh, until April uh all right starting conversation apex season 8 is finally here and we're gonna share our first impression so the inclusion in season 8 is the new character fuse um he has an ability where basically he can shoot uh grenades faster and more accurately um his alt he throws a fire ring and when you get trapped inside of it it'll burn you um, and then his passive he can stack grenades better than everybody else. There's a new weapon called the 3030. It's basically like a DMR hits like a truck it's got a it's got a, a mean pattern to it, but if you master it, that thing, woof. Um, and then they made chat, uh, changes to the map because fuse blew it blew it up like in the cutscene so uh, there's changes to uh, King's Canyon. Uh, you said you play a lot of apex Greg how what's your first impressions on season 8?
2: Yeah man, uh, my first impressions are it's still it it it's a little bit more fun. I've been helping one of my friends who's like not good at the game get good. Fuse I find him to be a entertaining character. I like his quips so far. He's just uh, like real comical. Uh, but the thirty thirty man, I've been trying to master that that pattern because if you get it down, you're right yo. It hits like fucking truck. It it I've been stacking and slapping with that thing. Uh, doing pretty good. Just trying to trying to get my rank up finally. Mm, you a rank sweat you a rank sweat uh <laughs> jay what's the name not jay but
0: ethos what kind of you you actually kind of fell off of apex but you've been playing it more lately why'd you come back
3: i was bored okay thanks for that opinion <laughs> um saying, jay yeah, go ahead ethos. Just, just <laughs> what do you think is season eight? go ahead i think it's good uh it's better than what was the last? horizon was really good too the last one before yeah, that horizon i just did i didn't play i quit that season like halfway through because the the third parting was just getting so annoying and that's the reason that's usually the reason why i quit playing apex every single time is because i just get sick and tired of getting third partied and i just stop playing um this season i feel like it's been less so but i don't know if that's just a honeymoon thing and it's just gonna happen again but i've heard the respawn devs have been trying to figure out how to Reduce that maybe with like map changes and stuff. So we'll see what happens. I was gonna
0: say, what is the how do you even circumvent the third parties? Because it's still definitely there. I don't think you've been playing it Yeah,
3: I don't, I have no clue. It's, I think it's just one of those things where like you have to control human patterns. And I don't, I don't know how you can pull it off. I hope they can figure it out. Respawn's been able to figure out a lot of cool stuff, but uh, I, me off the top of my head, I can't think of anyway. Still no
0: Titans. Still no Titans. How
3: you feeling? No, still no Titans. How are you
1: feeling, Jay? um i mean when we came back the first night i was like yo we're back on king's king and i hate this freaking map it's but i think last night though last night i kind of got more used to it like it's not so bad um i would say that the changes to the map are like or they're okay i can i can deal with it of course you know there's things that are going on like damn like i kind of you know miss like 12 town and stuff but uh i noticed you know it's not here anymore so it's fine though i can i can actually uh you know i can navigate around the map a little bit better views um again first night i was like eh he's okay um i I know that he's like mostly straight damage and trapping and i think it was just really because i didn't really know how to use his kit to his fullest ability but last night i played with fuse actually exclusively except for like one match that we played and that last match that we played before we got off last night when we had the high ground and like like it was one dude hanging on the right and then like a whole team hanging on the left and i was just like just trapping them with the um with this ult and then uh and then just hitting them with the q and to like get them in the corner i think like once you actually master his kit like he's pretty deadly and i know that we saw in some of those matches last night as well when uh like blended with different characters like uh freaking caustic all they did was just trap us in the uh in the fire and then just threw caustic shields on that so like he pairs well with a lot of characters so like if you have one of those like daily teams i think you'll you'll be able to to pretty much dominate so once you learn this kid i think that's when he becomes like more of a uh more of a top tier character i don't know if he's gonna actually be top tier once everything is said and done but i think uh i think he's a nice mid tier he's definitely not low tier uh, not he's not a low guy, but uh <laughs> when,
0: just to <laughs> you're
1: not, you're not a lottery guy, but uh he's I, I don't think he's gonna be a character that's gonna be um that's gonna be sweeped under the rug. Um again, it's just gonna take a little bit of a learning curve to uh to to get him right. But oh my god, like especially if you have one of them on the team, the grenade spam. I know you used to get mad about that and then they ended up, you know, having it so that you
0: have I've like, seen like, more Watsons grenade. recently.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah but the fact that uh fuse can carry two grenades like it was in the beginning yeah you can just spam a whole lot of grenades and his range is insane oh my god like that was another thing that was setting out last night like his range is like almost infinite um as far as he can like shoot his q or pretty much any grenades he shoots grenades, grenades almost all- like it's
0: a bullet it goes straight
1: pretty much yeah so again like i think that was just something that i didn't really understand and get the hang of but last night was a different story so i really like fuse i think uh, uh i'm gonna put him in a rotation beside bloodhound so i think that's cool and the 30 30 repeater um i know i was like testing out in the uh in the, the firing range and i was like yo like this is a very nice dmr because it's like three i think like if they have a purple shield it's three to the head and they're and they're done and then it's like four or five to the body so that thing definitely does hit but the fact that it's a heavy um a heavy dmr that bullet drop is crazy so like y'all were saying uh before like once you learn the hang of it it can get pretty crazy but like closer range like medium range is is the sweet spot but longer range you're definitely gonna have to learn because that bullet drop is is just insane it's it's actually worse than a longbow in my opinion uh, Colombo is an actual sniper, but that DMR says you can't get a, uh, a sniper scope and it's not actually a sniper, it's a, a little bit harder to master. But I like the repeater too, I, I definitely like the repeater, I think it's a nice addition. So, overall, I'm like a season eight, of course, it's better when you're winning. Um, and I am looking forward to when the maps rotate again because right now we're still playing on King's King, and I think they're going to do that for like two weeks and then they're going to start rotating the maps again. So once we actually get on the other maps again, I think it's going to be even more fun, but I'm dealing with it right now. It's fine
0: and, and we get dub, so it's cool. I like it. Yeah. Uh, I've seen some people in my chat say <laughs> last night that they thought he was high tier. And I was like, nah, he's definitely like mid. He, he feels like a balanced character. He doesn't feel broken. He feels like he's in a good spot. They don't really need to tweak him too much. But when used correctly, he can be deadly. Cause like, and we saw that in that one match where dude threw the alt. And just for correction, when he throws the fire ring, it doesn't burn you automatically. You still have to touch the fire on the ring, but he can trap you basically. And like we got trapped in the fire ring, we couldn't move. And then someone mm. threw the caustic alt Inside of the ring, so then we got gassed and we got burned, and then I was sitting. Then my brain went off, and I was like, "Oh, you know what? You combine those two moves, and then maybe throw in like a Gibby or a um, a Bangalore, oh, could like Bangalore or all. You can send somebody to did. fucking hell with those moves." So I was like, "Yeah." In, in, in a team situation, he's very useful, I think, but I wouldn't call him broken or like top tier. Like he's he, he feels good. He feels good. It's That's- gonna honestly
1: change the uh, competitive meta because you know all they do is camp
0: anyways, but. Yeah
1: like you'll be able to really definitely. you know just fish an entire team out if you play it correctly so i i see him being very very useful in competitive matches just like watching because i remember when watson first came out a lot of people didn't know how to play with her but she's definitely like one of the top tier characters in competitive matches like like people be fencing everything again so he's going to be another one of those characters
0: she wasn't last season uh she kind of fell off and uh Like she was, she had like one of the lowest pick rates. But like I said, I have noticed since season eight dropped, I see I see a Watson like almost every game ever since Fuse came and them grenades are shooting now. People like that all. It was like, uh uh-uh, no, 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 no. So I definitely see a lot more Watsons. The 30-30, though, like I said, this shit hits like a truck, but I suck with it. I got to go to the firing range and figure out that shooting pattern because that bullet drop on it is crazy. But whenever I get hit in the face, you get like two shots to the face, it's over. That shit is annoying. It's fun to kill somebody with, but it ain't fun to get killed with. So I'm actually curious to see if they will leave it that way. Or will they or will they nerf it or like it's, it's going to be interesting how they leave it alone. And then the map changes. I Kings Canyon. I'm not a big fan of it, but I do like it. It feels like half the map is completely new. So it feels almost like a new map. Um, so like I'm enjoying it for what it is, but I agree. I still think that World's Edge is the best. It's that good balance between sniping and close range. Um, and then I think what's the name is my second favorite uh, Olympus.
2: What's I love World's Edge way more. Uh this new map. I'm kind of vibing with it. I feel that new, that new feel, but mm-hmm. I feel like they're gonna hit the 30 30 with a smooth nerf real quick. Cause if you get that rhythm, it's easy to kill people. I was down to people left and right with that thing.
0: Mm. Yeah. So I I I am curious to see how the thirty thirty will play when World's Edge comes in Olympus. Like will uh cause those are a little bit more open and wide and like better for sniping. I feel like everybody's gonna use it or Will it not translate is, is it only good because king's cannon is like close range it's not a full-blown sniper i'm curious to see how it plays in the open field um but yeah overall i'm enjoying it uh, i don't really i got the battle pass i don't really care about none of the skins like i stopped caring about that like four seasons ago i just play the game and unlock shit, and it is what it is. i play for wins do y'all care about the battle pass or anything
1: no nah, nah. Really.
0: yeah to be it. honest
1: like in in like i said no no disrespect to respawn but like i feel like the last like I would say, like, four or five battle passes I didn't really care too much about. Like, I really care more about... The, uh, the LTM events, like when they bring those and like some of the special things that come with those, I think that those are a little bit more thought out when it comes to like the, uh, the, uh, emblems that you can get and, and the other like special weapon skins. But like, I think I'm just at a point where I don't care about any of that stuff. And I may be the minority. Cause I know a lot of people do, um, care about the special skins and stuff, but I feel like the ones that come in the battle pass, like I'm really not too fond of. I really only care about like whatever weapon is at the end. And I forgot what weapon is at the end on this one. Um, but those can like, I, I like those uh those dynamic type of skin that thing but other than that uh, i could care less
0: mm, so there it is there it is it's free to play it's on every platform um people always come to the twitch chat they is this game good i'm like bro it's free to play just try it and judge for so, yourself bro. you don't gotta pay for it i say give it a shot i'm enjoying season eight for what it is um and, but yeah I'm waiting on those Switch players, though. You know, if you you want to hop on it on the Switch, whenever that comes through, holler at me, because I want to get in those lobbies. I ain't going to lie. I'm probably not going to ever get off the game if you get on Switch, because I'm going to just be laying in the bed playing it until I pass. So that's definitely a (laughs) game I'm going to be enjoying. Uh, hopefully they'll let you use a pro controller though, because I'm not trying to use the Joy Cons. That's that's why you want to. That's why you want to play them because you're hoping they're using little thumbsticks to try to shoot hey, whatever.
1: <laughs> I uh, don't care. Uh-uh, no.
0: Fuck that. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's season eight. Check it out. Free to play. It's on like every major platform. Um, let's move into the news side of things. Uh, the biggest story in the last couple of weeks is GameStop stonks and and Dogecoin to the moon. Ethos will not shut the fuck up about this and to the moon. Uh, An AMC or whatever, whatever. So if you're living under a rock, which I highly doubt because everybody became a stock expert all of a sudden in the last two weeks. um, One of the biggest companies that these hedge funds like to bet against is GameStop. I mean, because I mean, it's going to fail at some. I don't say it is, but it's like a 97 something chance. that like we we won't have GameStop in the next 10 years. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, And I guess some some trolls in the Wall Street bets Reddit, they decided that they wanted to go against the, the, the big wigs. And they said we're going to uplift a, co- a company that's financially struggling so they started to bet against the people that were betting against the company uh people started investing in GameStop. it started raising the prices of the actual the, the value of the company it went from like it was like three four dollars one day to at its height like a week later it was at like 400 something dollars so like everybody's downloading robin hood everybody's downloading weeble everybody's a stock expert all this drama surrounding. I, I, what, what's your hot take on this, Ethos? Like, you, you, did you find this uh, interesting? I don't even know where to take this
3: story because it's so many layers. It's a to socialist. This. I loved it. <laughs> I loved every second of it. I loved. I love a way that we can fuck over the rich, and I, I love it. So a lot of people I, got I, rich I of Yeah, a lot of people got uh, money. We took quite a bit of money i made quite a nice profit off of dogecoin (laughs) so i mean it was a fun experience i think it was like one of those things where it's like it's one of those events it's one of those apocalyptic 2020 events that it was cool to be a part of just for a moment uh and to be able to like tell people about later down the road so i think it's just a fun event that's what i really looked at it as i don't think it's gonna like revolutionize everything but i do think it does bring a lot of questions about like your economy and the biggest factor is is that the stock market is not an indicator for the economy <laughs>
0: <laughs> Yeah, because uh, one thing I think a lot of people don't understand is even though the value of the stocks on GameStop were, were risen for like the past couple weeks it doesn't change the fact that the company does not make any money you can pump all the money you want into investing it like if the company is not bringing money back the company is still going to fail so it's like it's like a quick flip to make some money and like you said it's an indication that the stock market really is not an indication of actual how the economy works. Completely, um, it's, it's a little bit more difficult than that. uh did a little
3: bit help AMC. Uh, AMC was able to get out of their bankruptcy, I think. To, well, to, they they got out of their bankruptcy uh,
0: because uh, I think some investors uh, they, yeah. first they they beat their their their, their quarterly reports and the report some investors report. gave them some money. So it wasn't just like the stock market. Yep, um, exactly. But yeah, all this has led to Hollywood is now trying to pin two different movies. One of them is like by Netflix or whatever. I don't know how this is gonna work.
2: You got you got any interesting takes on this, Greg? Oh my goodness, bro! I was at work and all my, my group chat uh, with me and my friends about stocks and just blowing up. Yo, what the hell's going on with GameStop? This to the moon? I'm like, wait, what? I look at GameStop because I have checked it out like a few days ago. It was at like seven dollars. It Was at fifty, and they're like, yo, get in it now. It's gonna go to the moon. I'm like, nah, not getting in this. This sounds dumb. This is gonna be a pump and dump. Next thing you know, it's at 420, literally the next week. I was I was pissed because I missed out on it. I didn't miss out on Dodgecoin though. I got that one. I didn't miss out on that.
0: Freaking. But, I had <laughs> I, I actually had stocks in GameStop like last year when they were like $2. Oh, I, it. Oh, I only had like 20 shares. I only had like 20 shares, but oh, I wish man. I would have kept that shit, bro, and sold them at that 400. It's that would have been a nice little profit, bro. I was like, this shit. I, I was like, why? I only had bought GameStop because it had a high dividend yield. And this is when I was kind of, I didn't really fully understand stocks, but um, I had learned when companies have high dividends uh, that usually that's an indication that they don't actually make any money it's better to have a company that has like a two three percent dividend and is actually bringing in profit versus one that has a ten percent and they're they're going broke because you broke. want the company to stick around yeah i had learned that from Siggy, so i was like oh i just got rid of my gamestop stock because their dividend is like 11 percent. i was like yo they pay a lot in interest if you invest in them let me let me believe in gamestop but nah fucking <laughs> it, it didn't make me no yeah, money was, and yeah, I, I now, now i wish it. i would have held it
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: freaking uh what you think about all this jay man i remember like when this first
1: happened i think everybody was just blindsided like we we had no clue why gamestop was trending like one of the companies that like you said is not making any money they got saved by reggie Fies of may then they got saved again by microsoft like they're just still hanging on by a thread. And I'm like, dang, like when, when we all go down, it's not like we're betting on them going down, but the hedge funds are, but we're, as video gamers, we're not really betting on them, you know, just ceasing to exist, but we know it's most likely gonna happen sooner or later. But, uh, but yeah, when this happened, like just from my standpoint, I don't know what you think about stocks. And I, I think everybody found it, you know, as a huge surprise that, you know, this went up and everybody was just scrambling, trying to figure out why. Why GameStop stocks rising? Why GameStop stock rising? And then we find out why. And we're like, yo, this is a crazy, like almost like a revolution kind of like it really got everybody. And, and I wouldn't say everybody, but it got a good amount of people, especially in our community to start paying attention to stocks um I remember in 2018. That's I think a good that's when away, we first yeah. started. Yeah, that's when we first started messing with Robinhood because uh, mm-hmm. we started doing ads for them and stuff. And I didn't know anything about Robinhood. You know, I just went along with what you. Said. I was like, okay, you know, it's cool. It's a stock. It's a stock app. You know, if you refer a friend, you get a free stock. I got a free stock in. I don't even remember what the company is now. And I know like sometime last year, I got an email saying that they're like, whatever company I had a stock in was going out of business and they were telling me to sell it, whatever. And I just ignored it because, again, I don't know anything about stocks. I don't have money to be playing around like that. But for this, I think a lot of people, if you didn't know anything about stocks, everybody just started downloading Robinhood and Webull and all these other apps that... Just allowed you to just buy stock. Everybody did it. Everybody invested in GameStop. Then GameStop transferred to AMC because they said they were going after that. Then it transferred to uh to Blackberry, Nokia, you name it. It was so many stocks. You all wouldn't stop talking about it for like two weeks. You had to literally just just uh mute the DM if you didn't want to talk about that. Y'all talk about stocks for so long. Yo, our like, group no DM was
0: no going off to like six in the morning. I was like, Yo, shut the <laughs> fuck up. I had to mute my y'all phone. <laughs>
3: y'all legit you know, y'all legit didn't go to bed.
0: It
1: was
3: it We was gotta crazy. make these plays, bro. <laughs> gotta make this money Steve, me and Siggy, yeah. C- we ran off <laughs> like, me, me man, and Siggy C- but- C- but- felt so stupid
0: because the Twitch chat was actually telling us like 2-3 weeks ago, get GameStop hey, dog, it's top. $20, it's gonna go to 100 and I, I kept saying bro, I was like because GameStop has not been profitable in 5 years I'm like this company's it's not, not I'm not buying that <laughs> shit bro, and and they were right bro, it, was, it went up to me so and like Dang. god damn it yeah. bro, we should have bought yeah, it, it dog. It's,
1: it's insane, it's insane so yeah, everybody, you know, everybody went in and, and then, you know, it turned into a whole bunch of memes dogecoin and elon musk which that man gonna get in trouble he better stop playing around because it's so crazy he
0: doing market manipulation he
1: on clubhouse he on reddit he on discord he's he's doing a lot but um but yeah like celebrities are getting into it it was so many people this was the biggest story for literally two weeks now the fun's over unfortunately because uh, like i said when anything like this happens and nobody has seen this before especially the big wigs who have been stock trading for decades who have so much money invested in this stuff you're going to um you know wonder what the regular people are doing and you see them when people actually band together and make stocks that are dead rise like this oh no there has to be some repercussions right and and that's what ruined the fun man robin hood got on the fire i think they still got a lawsuit against them it's it's crazy like uh, everything that happened just because we ended up just throwing hella money into all these dead stocks it's insane Um, and i wish i i really hope that this is a lesson to uh to the people like the the big wigs in the in the stock market like y'all better stop playing around because y'all been we know what y'all been doing uh forever like of course you gotta do your research it's not just you know common knowledge but we know how y'all been playing for decades and we know how y'all been getting y'all money and, and doing these shorts and stuff once you actually like research all this stuff nah y'all been y'all been fucking around with a lot of money and it's just very interesting that you know a, a, a sort of like little revolution just by the regular everyday person who just wants to throw like ten dollars into a stock and see yep. what happens to it how it can just you know force something to the point where y'all gotta just change the rules on this you know you know mid game like the, damn we were in the second quarter bro
0: the easiest way to like explain the story for those who don't even like understand stocks like the stuff that was going on with the reddit and how they were manipulating the market With the GameStop and AMC and stuff that's been going on since like forever with these hedge funds. It's just the average man didn't have the knowledge of these type of things. And it seems like the average man woke up. And I think we got a friendly reminder that we don't live in as much of a free country as you might think. Cause once the rich folks found out how to play their game, they was like, yo, shut that yeah. down because that's another fucked up thing we didn't even bring up. Like the apps, they 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 limited your ability to purchase stocks and shit.
3: I thought we lived in a free market. Yeah, it this was. We right. found
0: out it was not a free market. Yeah, no, oh, always. Oh, yeah, you
2: so we really
3: live in a capitalist society. Changed <laughs> so right. y- y- right. the
2: rules. Did y'all take a big hit? Because like a lot of the calls that I had on Robinhood immediately, since the volume was so low, just dropped. And I ended up losing money on almost all of my calls that I had for that.
0: So you like, be playing the options much. them calls. So you be playing that risky. I don't do that shit. I, I made a lot of money off of AMC. I made like 1600 yeah. off of it because I got it when it was $4. And then I sold it when it kind of like peaked. But nah, I didn't really take no hits. Yeah.
2: Oh, no, I took a know? hit because I had only call that I made out with was uh, Microsoft. I had a call for that one because mm. they came up like right before. I, I'm so glad I sold like that day too i only
1: lost maybe like twenty dollars because i had i had like you know like i said it was very very small to like ten dollars here ten dollars there so yeah. i wasn't playing around with it so no i like i said the most i lost probably like twenty dollars before i just got out you take that money and put it somewhere else and you'll make your money right back Fuck that shit. exactly yeah that's what i ended up doing so i'm good now shots um, of
3: blackberry i lost 30 dollars to them or yeah yeah hey blackberry yeah. went back up though uh yesterday yeah, that's, <laughs> not like that's not enough that's not where i that's not where i needed to go nah, the meme yeah. the meme's over
0: i sold my blackberry yeah. too the meme's over dog i'm Black going Berry, right back yeah. to yeah. passing
1: I'm not, I, 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 I would keep it i would keep it for a little bit but yeah it went back up so i i pretty much got my money back at this point
0: so I, my thing i was talking about in my video how do y'all think they can do a movie on this because i was like who's the main character
3: leo you gotta bring leo back wolf of wall
0: street two okay it's like oh. it needs
3: to be it needs to be like he has to grow up leo grows up but like he's like an older person now and his son is the one who does the the gamestop <laughs> oh he's like <laughs> yeah maybe That's his son true. could and be uh,
1: michael Sarah or something
3: yeah. no so this is what you do you take leo's character he becomes like the like, grows like 30 years he becomes the head of a hedge fund and he actually is the one who's shorting gamestop and his son finds out about it. And he says, like, goes on Reddit says, hey guys, let's short GameStop the fuck over my dad. <laughs> and they mm-hmm. take millions
2: from him.
0: You guys you ever seen the movie Draft? Uh-uh, what's that about? So, no.
2: It's a movie about one of the NFL drafts and how this dude ended up getting, like, hella good picks, right? I think that's how they would do it. And basically make it, like, how he said, like, that, that teenage son or whatever trying to scroll over his dad. But just, like, the power plays through Reddit and, like, just finessing hella people and getting people on his side. And a person here yo hype this up hype this up on your socials and then to you the know moon. Yeah, to the moon the to
3: the moon they need to call the movie to the moon and then like they need <laughs> to make it where like leo has to at least one time have like a dialogue an over dialogue and just say now we didn't know what we were doing was it legal but we didn't care we was making so much money <laughs> yeah, i need okay. it all
0: yeah fucking... Oh, man, it's going to be interesting how this movie plays out. But it was it was it was a I I actually think the GameStop thing was good for, like, everybody's, like, I think mental health because, like, 2020 sucked. And then. Motherfuckers was just excited to get some money. Like, it was a cool little moment, I think, at the beginning of the year. Some
1: I got my stimulus
3: check from Doge. Shout out to Doge. Hey, <laughs> hey. people yeah, I mean, people, yeah,
1: people legit, people legit did security. have hope, like, for yep. a little minute. Like, they were like, oh, you know what? Like, I can possibly get out of debt. Like, if they don't, like, if the yeah. government doesn't give us our $2,000, then I'm going to get it through GameStop. So, I'm, I'm going to get mm-hmm. it through AMC. So, like, people people legit were, like, going all in. Again, it's super risky like any other stock. Uh, you know, I don't want you spending your red money on that. But some people did end up getting rich they became millionaires overnight and it, it's crazy to see but it's also it's
0: amazing though it's yes amazing sir if you would have bought like three GameStop stocks when it was like three four dollars and let that bitch get to 420 you would have made over a thousand easily just to, like put it in perspective so if you would have bought 20 30 40 of them things at three four dollars shout out to the people who got rich man shout out to the Don't people Find me man. that's a blessing you. um Let's move on to something else though. Let's move on to something else. Uh, GTA 6 rumors, they're all over the place. Yo, it is like a million of these things off this Reddit. I don't even know which ones to read. Did y'all read this uh, off the show notes? Is there anything like, so like some rumors came out for GTA 6, a leaker on the Reddit, Um, a bunch of different stuff. It's like a million different things, but it's a a couple quick ones. They're talking about 2023. Do y'all believe that? Nah. (laughs) it's hard with rockstar man like like i said they're, they're just so
1: secretive all the time but 2023 mm, yeah it, it would sound more realistic i would mm. i would i would buy it at end of that day
0: Do uh so i feel like am i wrong for saying this? but i feel like i look at grand theft auto is more of like an online game more than a, a single player game these days because of how long it's lasted Did, like do you feel like they'll they'll be more do you think it'll be story driven or like it, the story will be co-op online as well like do you think they'll implement that more in somehow like the online play i don't know if hmm. I there correctly
3: and
1: th- no i see i see what you're saying yeah it's, it's 100% an online game now i don't know anybody who still plays that story and and like i said the only <laughs> the only story driven thing that you know became a meme <laughs> is over, the, over the past couple of months was that uh was, was that uh lamar scenes but um hey as far as like having it being more story driven for gta 6 whenever that comes out it uh, it has to be because that's the core right Mm -hmm. the core is still the single player experience but yes 100 percent, they are going to implement a full multiplayer online experience that's for sure but no they're they're not going to pull an activision and just completely remove the campaign for for this game i don't i wouldn't see that happening i wouldn't see the multiplayer online being you know still the um i I wouldn't see that taking precedence or taking people's attention more than the than the campaign because that's still what the what the real core and what the real um flavor for gta is
0: Mm. uh these rumors are saying return to miami the map will be smaller but more dense with like things to do um main story set to be 60 hours long Mini games such as surfing, windsurfing, roller derby. A remaster of Red Dead Redemption One is also rumored to be coming too. Um, uh, there was a there was, this wasn't in this article, but there was another article that said that the AI. They said it's gonna be like cloud-based and it's gonna be the most like powerful thing ever, and it's gonna allow them to. I was actually gonna ask, uh those like how you think they could implement more intelligent AI because they were saying it's gonna give them more freedom with mission structure. I was like, what does that even mean, like, cause i thought we played grand theft auto to like fuck hookers and shoot people like what in specific can they do with advanced ai <laughs> to make grand theft auto better
3: ethos um they make it more difficult um maybe i mean i i don't know like <laughs> i don't i don't know how much you could do with ai Like, i guess like maybe make it where like there's even more crowds like crowd system like how cyberpunk have like a boatload of crowds and stuff like that like maybe that's what, what they're talking about be like cyberpunk? I don't well i mean probably like the crowd system like cyberpunk because like gta doesn't have anything close to that so maybe that's the case i don't know i could just be to add more complexity that that's where like cyberpunk failed that was that their ai wasn't complex enough but like they had the crowd system which could control hundreds of npcs simultaneously so like i don't i i don't know what it's supposed to do man
0: Uh, fast load times because the ssds console will be prioritized with the pc version coming later no surprise because they want you to buy multiple um Let's see. Uh, it'll be you play as one dude. They're saying uh, crazy like storm and weather effects. And like, is there anything here that uh, that stands out to you? No.
1: I'm no, like I said, I just like I'm like, Gandalis. It yeah, it's nothing really. Like, oh my god, this is like this is gonna be one of the best sounds games like ever. This is
0: yeah, it is. It, it sounds about all brand very politically incorrect according to the leaker
3: speaking of that uh, if that's true then i'm right <laughs> <Singies are wrong. laughs>
0: well well here's here's, here's something because this is like the second to last That'll bullet point very politically incorrect this is, has nothing to do with like this article but there's another article i forgot to put on the show notes i don't know if y'all had read but um tencent is doing a uh they're raising money to, and there there's rumors that they might try to do hostile takeovers of activision ea and potentially ubisoft i believe Um, And that was something I was bringing up that was like a concern of mine because I was like, if Tencent gets a hold of Take-Two Interactive, which owns Rockstar, uh, is there a possibility they could censor the game? Like it wouldn't be the same as a because, you know, the Chinese government don't like politically incorrect. And that's what, you know, Grand Theft Auto is all about.
3: No, that will never happen. No, no. Because okay. Tencent already owns a bunch of companies already that are in the West, like Riot Games, like League of Legends, and there's been no censoring whatsoever outside well, of there. Like,
0: eh, I know. don't know if League of Legends is a good comparison to Grand Theft Auto, though. That's a very clean cut game.
3: I, uh, have you looked at League of Legends skins?
0: Well, I'm not so, talking about skins. I'm talking yeah. about, I'm talking about, um, like, like, political what are you about Yeah, the dialogue and the political commentary, yeah. Because GTA 5, if you remember the story, it, it, it did have a lot of commentary on Western, mostly it was on Western society. But any, I, I just don't know. I was like, I'm trying to figure out if, would that affect it in any type of way.
3: I don't think so. I think the only time it affects it is if you're trying to go into the market into China. But I think if you're outside China, I don't think Tencent even gives a fuck at that point. They just give about
0: money. Would y'all care if Tencent yeah, took they, over? Yeah, they just want that money.
3: I would love them to because I have what? stonks right now in them. So oh, I was wow a- <laughs> ethos <laughs> I was- the communist <laughs> yeah, look i i've already had like a 20 percent uh like uh win right now with 10 cents so like i'm pushing them to over a hundred dollars right now for their stock so i'm, I'm waiting what are they at I got them. they're at 90 last time i checked they were at 93 oh, that that's too high yeah it's too late now <laughs> I, got it, I got it back when it was under 40 so
1: yeah man. but better better question why 4chan still still around like they're still doing four chan links man. Why? Why is their website not gone
3: yet? That's why I don't listen to them.
0: Oh, uh, well, I mean, the internet—it's uh, free speech. You can, can—can you really shut it down?
1: Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. I, I just didn't think that four chan was relevant in 2021, but I guess it still is in some
0: form. I mean, clearly, you know, yeah. racist parties are still existing. I mean, the, the conversation we had before the podcast—you know, all the people on Twitter. Yeah, <laughs> all the oppression. <Right>. <laughs>
1: but but yeah um like none of this stuff really sounds like you know too out of the ordinary like i i would tend to believe that this is true but then again gta 6 remember like you said there are so many and these have been going on for years and if 2023 is like the targeted date that would be i believe 10 whole years since the original grand theft auto 5 came out on the ps3 and xbox 360.
0: I, I, I feel like gta rumors have been around for like years but like i feel like i haven't really started taking them into consideration until maybe like the last two years because there was a point on youtube where like there were youtubers making gta 6 uh rumor videos and that was like almost 10 years ago and like they were it was so fake and they were doing that shit for like views and shit. so I was like i wouldn't take that Clickbait. Type of stuff. yeah i wouldn't take that yeah. type of stuff into consideration yeah but right. man, yeah, yeah but this, this
1: does look more more believable, cause like it's, yeah, like you just mentioned, I I didn't take any of those so serious Like anything you're talking about it, like freaking like right when Red Dead Redemption Two was about to come out, like they were still talking about GTA Six. rumors like what what do you guys know? You are you guys are already talking about leaking stuff, and you don't even know what they are you're talking about. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but yeah, it, I I it would. I, I would believe this stuff it, it looks around around on Brandon but uh, I don't want it to be in Miami again but eh, whatever yeah I don't care about Miami
0: uh keep it uh if you want to see like the full list of rumors it's on the gaming's leaks and rumors reddit uh just search GTA 6 and you'll find it because it's a whole laundry list let's talk about uh, actually Xbox this is a big story so um Xbox, Microsoft, they were trying to increase the price of the Xbox uh, Xbox Live from sixty dollars to one hundred and twenty dollars. So one hundred percent and with not even twenty four hours later, they, re- they recanted that statement and they decided because the Internet gave crazy backlash. Um, they decided they were not going to increase the price. Granted, the price increase was only for new customers. So if like you were already, if you could get grandfathered in, long as you stayed in the ecosystem, and it still would have been sixty. But that didn't matter because at the end of the day, like people, people go through that. There's times where I like I wasn't even necessarily going through things, but it's like I'm just not playing my fucking Xbox. They don't got no games, so I'm not paying for Xbox Live. And then like, you mean to tell me if I shut it off when I'm finally ready to come back and play something, I gotta pay hundred and twenty dollars? Like people lost their shit, especially with COVID going on, people are losing their jobs money is tight and now you want to increase the price on the one thing people are able to enjoy while they're stuck at home and they might not be able to uh how do you feel about this one Jay?
1: (laughs) man (laughs) finally people have a backbone it is crazy because i wish we can have the same energy for like everything across the board but we'll see that's it that's neither nor there but yeah that uh microsoft is out of their damn minds like i don't know who in that front office decided to green light this because boy oh boy people got super freaking upset and very right so like why would you think that your service when you just came on with a new console that has no games would be worth 120 dollars for new users you must be out of your damn mind it's barely even worth 60 to be honest like i don't even think this service is worth 60 but it is what it is for years upon years like people like me when i was playing xbox 360 and didn't know any better you know paid that money because again what else are we going to do we want to play online with our friends right and that's really the same sentiment now and i remember when sony first went from you know free uh, of everything with the ps3 to now you have to pay 60 for uh for a uh, psn on there again we got upset but Maybe we should have been like hell no like we we not paying that and maybe it's only would have changed their mind but we didn't and now we have to pay for it that's the only thing that I'm paying for and then Nintendo follows suit and then like hey you got to pay for this and a lot of people got upset with that but again Nintendo continued to do it because we didn't really you know give give like massive negative criticism to it finally they were like oh hell no no we got to pay hundred twenty dollars no we good bro like we 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 not doing that I, I don't care whether I've been you know whether I'm an Xbox Gold customer already or not so. I'm glad that Microsoft, like, immediately was like, nah, we're not doing this. But I think the most important thing with this is they not only reneged on the $120 price point, but they also now have it so that you can play free games without an Xbox Live
0: Gold subscription. I didn't even know that was a thing, by the way. I didn't know you had to pay Xbox Live for free games. I didn't either, but apparently,
1: yeah, apparently that that was a thing that you still couldn't do. And I'm like, wow, all this time, Xbox people couldn't play fortnite or apex or any for game to play unless you had gold <laughs> yeah I, boy that's crazy so shout out to them for doing that too but yeah y'all messed up in the first place um for for even thinking that this was that this was a thing that people were gonna um just you know just sit there and take so shout out to everybody that voiced their concerns because that this was a super quick turnaround so shout out to microsoft for at least trying to you know uh get back into everybody's good graces because yeah, this, this was bad, this was really bad.
0: New year, new you. No matter what the resolution is, Zebit has everything you need to get right on track. See, with Zebit, you can shop thousands of products from your favorite brands and pay them over time. They have everything from Xboxes, to TVs, to tools, cookware, and furniture. And Zebit gives you the option to pay just a portion of the price at checkout, with the rest spread out over time in easy, affordable payments. Check it out if you head on over to Zebit.com, they got all different types of cool things let's say you want to get the new apple watch you could make a small payment up front and at that over six months you could just pay that new apple watch off and boom it's yours and the best part is Zebit even has gift cards from all your favorite places like Sephora, Bath and Body Works, and Foot Locker. With Zebit, there's no cost to join, no hidden fees, and there's no gotchas. And with flexible payment options and an amazing marketplace, Zebit is the best place to shop for everything you need this year. And since they're a sponsor of the show, get started on your 2021 goals with Zebit. Sign up to shop on Zebit today at zebit.com/gi. That's z-e-b-i-t.com/gi. Zebit.com slash GI. What's the deal, everybody?
1: It's to Don, one third of the Gaming Illuminati Podcast. And are you unhappy with your smile? Come on, yo, it's 2021. You don't have to be anymore. We have Candid. Thousands of people are using Candid, the clear, comfortable, removable, and practically invisible aligners to help straighten their teeth. And now they love their smile. Just like Cameron. Cameron started using Candid and his life completely changed. He started going to the gym started eating better. He even has better dental hygiene. His goal for his weddings was perfect teeth and Candid got him there and you can do it too. Candid is here to help you straighten your teeth so you can fall in love with your smile. Your treatment is prescribed and closely monitored remotely by a licensed orthodontist who's an expert in teeth movement. You'll have the same quality of care you'd get from an in-office orthodontist from the comfort and convenience of your own home. And while other companies use general dentists, Candid only works with orthodontists. With Candid, the same orthodontist who created your plan is with you from start to finish, so you never have to wonder how you're doing. The average Candid treatment is just six months. Six months, people. And you'll start seeing results way before then, and it costs thousands less than traditional braces. Become your best you. Start straightening your teeth today right now you can save 75 dollars on candid starter kit go to candidco.com gi and use code gi that's candidco.com slash gi code gi take advantage of this limited time offer to save 75 dollars on your starter kit candidco.com slash gi code gi
0: you know it's funny too i was reading an article right before the podcast and uh apparently it was trending on twitter like apparently uh a lot of people are not even happy with the xbox game pass because that's what they were that's what their argument was like our pass adds a lot of value so we're increasing the price of xbox live but like uh, i I don't know if it was polygon or somebody they did an article and like a lot of people are just complaining on twitter that the xbox game pass ain't even that lit it's too many the main complaint is it's too many shitty indie games that nobody cares about um and there's not Uh enough like high quality i was like "Mm, so xbox ain't got no games but how, how you feel about all this greg I mean,
2: my main console is Xbox. I just built my PC probably last month, so I'm still getting used to a lot of stuff with that. But if whoever was in that front office was smoking some serious crack, I don't know, man. Like, why would you, That it doesn't make any sense to double it. Like, yeah, Game Pass is okay at best, but it's not a $120 price hike okay. Uh, I was actually truly surprised with the amount of uh, backlash they were getting on Twitter and Instagram and Reddit, like, I didn't think that many people cared about Xbox. Most of the dudes I know you'd have a PS5 or a PC. So it was like seeing that many people like care in the Xbox community was kind of shocking. But it's probably right, because you like you said, we don't want more games.
0: Uh, I think I think I don't even think it was just the Xbox community. I think people cared, period, because it's a slippery slope, right? If we would allowed even if you don't play on Xbox, if like the PlayStation players as well allowed them to do one twenty, that means there's a chance that Sony's probably gonna look at it and be like, oh well if they can do one twenty, shit. Let's do 120. Uh, so, fact. like, yeah, it's a it's a competition thing. We got to keep the prices down. It's good for everybody, like across the board. Um, so I was like, I, I was happy that like everybody was mad about uh, the whole situation. What about you, Ethos?
3: As the resident Xbox Game Pass shill, I call cap on anybody saying that the Game Pass isn't worth it. That's straight up BS. <laughs> they just aren't looking into the spots they want to. There's a load of AAA games on the Xbox Game Pass, mm. so I, I call I call cap on that tire mm. assertion um i played all i only have the pc one and i still have like a boatload of triple a games i haven't gone through yet on it um i'm playing halo right now um but uh, i mean i don't know you know you know they messed up they fixed it which is good the whole free game thing was (laughs) kind of funny that it's been decade and like they weren't able i think playstation ben lets you play Free to play games without their online. System. Yes. Yeah. It's all right. Like that. Yeah, like that, yeah. Yeah. I'm almost positive. So it's kind of surprising that like Xbox just now was like, you know, now letting them do that. It's kind of crazy. Um, but other than that, I mean, it's cool. I mean, I originally was about the argument too, where it's like, honestly, like I would get rid of the whole just live pass anyways and just have just the ultimate because i feel like the ultimate is just way more value overall Um but i, I don't know but when the way they they price hiked it kind of was stupid i would rather them just cut the whole thing all together just been like oh you just get this one thing that's it no need to be
0: confusing. i think i think so. they would have got away with it if they would have increased the price to like 65 or 70 dollars a year and they'd be like look man keeping these servers up is hard we're just gonna oh. get a, a, a smite <laughs> a small little price like i think people would have been a little upset but they would have let it slide but it's like they went from like trying to do that to like just straight fucking you over at 100% high price hike and people's was like nah 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 yeah you gotta, agreed you, agreed because uh, be I, I remember when
1: I first saw this I was like I had to really double take and take a look at yeah. like the initial yeah, article right. I said wait a 120 I said what? I was like, I was really expecting 79.99, 89.99 at the most, but they really I was, I, <laughs> out of their mindset $120. You know what
0: $120 get you? They get you Amazon Prime. Xbox, you don't got no two-day shipping on everything you want in the fucking world. Y'all ain't that lit. Like this fucking <laughs> Xbox Live. Get the fuck out of here, bro. But Plus it's you like, I don't
1: under Yeah, I don't understand what the why you would charge new users double though. Like if you kept the initial price the same. For the people who are already in the ecosystem, why would you think that, that a new user will want to pay double just to just to opt-in? Like, are you giving them anything special? No. They're getting the exact same thing that the people that were already playing Xbox is getting. So you literally have no justification for it.
2: Should to be told, if you do that, you can push more consumers away. Like, yeah, I can get an Xbox, but I'm not going to be able to do nothing with it.
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm going to just... If I didn't have either platform, I'd be like, I'm going to just buy a PlayStation. Like, why would I... Why would I want to be on that platform? Are they going to increase that type of price? But good on them for actually listening. They tried to fuck us over. They shouldn't have did it in the first place, but at least they listened. They wasn't hard hit about it. Um, so, internet. I need y'all to do that more often. When you see things you don't like, speak on it. Like, we need to band together. I'm looking at you, 2K community. Uh
3: um, I do yeah, yeah, that was
0: yeah. happening. And <laughs> the only
1: basketball game out, I got to play something. Right, I got to find a way to make out
0: my mama house to the league. Uh, oh. <laughs> anyways, <laughs> Battle 6 uh Battlefield 6 rumors. Uh there's some new ones coming out. Nothing confirmed, you take it all with a grain of salt. But um according to this article, they're talking about um It'll be never-before-seen scale in Battlefield 6. They're talking about 128 players. Battle uh, Battle Royale will be included, and it'll be cross-generational, meaning it'll be on the PS4, Xbox One, as well as PS5 or whatever. But the thing is, the Xbox One and PS4 version is said to be 64-player matches. Um, So that's the main thing. This article kind of just focuses on the scale and the fact that it'll be cross-generational uh and it, and it got me thinking i was actually thinking about this the other day i was like yo i used to really love battlefield but i honestly don't give a fuck about this franchise anymore like what happened to this um to this franchise uh, ethos
3: i don't know i'm kind of in the same boat you are i actually went back and replayed bf3 and i loved it like just the nostalgia blast it gave me again it was really fun we were playing with people in the discord but i don't know i'm just not i think it's i honestly i think it's because call of duty has caught up the battlefield and has surpassed it in a couple of ways in the past couple of years. And that's been the most disappointing thing. I think it started with Modern Warfare and even Black Ops Cold War. It's just like the things that like the things that Call of Duty used to get slandered for, like the graphics, uh, the the player count, um, you know, the guns, that sort of thing. It's like Call of Duty since like the beginning of like like 2018, 20, but 2019. I'd say Modern Warfare was when it started. It. But like ever since Modern Warfare dropped, like literally like that game has exceeded uh, you know battlefield in almost every category outside of like obviously like i feel like the ground war isn't as good as like Battlefield's conquest but um black ops cold war has gotten better at that like black ops cold war is like all right we're not just gonna copy and paste battlefield we'll come with our own little twists and stuff like that and now like you know now in um and like black ops cold war you know you have massive player accounts you know you have the battle royale games where now like having big pa- player counts isn't a selling point anymore you know you, battle royales are now like you know the, like, brand, it's just a like, mode. You know, it's just a mode, and people are used to having 100-something, 20 people playing. So like, unless you're playing some impressive like, like real-scale warfare of thousands of people playing, or like tons of ai with real people all playing like is, and it's like becomes a real war simulator i i just don't see how bf6 is gonna like yeah blow. it's just gonna I, be another battlefield game be when i thought
0: go. about it i think i got tired of battlefield i used to love it because i felt like it was a nice change of place from call of duty because i felt like they were innovating enough on the first person shooter yeah. front they put their own little twist on it but i feel like they got complacent i feel like battlefield has been the same game for the most part with a new coat of paint it's it's, it's like okay this 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 battlefield six rumor 120, it's because 120. yeah it's because yeah, if it beca- you yeah. live long enough to become the villain that's the yeah, way to it put it yeah. too
3: much of its former selves like a new coat of pain and i'm not really like okay from, like 128 one players that's cool okay. so we could just cool. play
0: conquest again i feel like they haven't i feel like the last time they tried something new and the last time i really had fun with battlefield was in hardline and people shat on that game because it only had 40 guns in it but at least they were trying things i had fun with that game yeah. um but like these other ones, like Battlefield 5, I I didn't care. Like it was it was Battlefield 3 and 4 with a World War II coat of paint. We just own conquest again. Like I think yeah. if they take the, the Planet Side Tour route where like they it's like some big ass warfare shit where it's like factions, that would be kind of fire. And like you would literally have to be like super coordinated. But I don't know what other way they yeah, I, I agree Call of Duty caught up
3: maybe like they could maybe do like what like uh, uh does like maybe if they add a level of customization to the guns where it's like insane like the individual pieces that you can customize maybe that would help bring it some new life but like they got to do something different i feel like this whatever if this is a reboot a soft reboot or something of Battlefield, they they gotta come with like some crazy new stuff that's like really really pushing it like they got to do basically what like modern warfare did for call of duty they gotta do the exact same thing for battlefield mm. and no, nothing less will be accepted so
0: There you have it. Um, What do you think, Greg?
2: I mean, I always liked Battlefield. I feel like the decline started probably when I started college with Battlefield 1. That's when Call of Duty started catching up. Especially Battlefield 1 was just lackluster. It had a lot of that. It was like painting a rock gold. It looked good, but it ain't feel good. Mm. So at that point, I kind of fell off. And everyone's been telling me that it's been just declining since. But um I really like Battlefield 4 and Battlefield 3. Those were really fun, you know, the large scale back then was something to to be reckoned with. It was, it was great. The memes you could make on that game too. But now it's just kinda, eh, like I hear about it and I was kinda initially excited, and I thought about like eh. Yeah. What about you, Jay? yeah i would
1: have to agree with greg like i think battlefield one was definitely the regression and we all felt it too because i remember when we went to e3 and we played battlefield one we were like oh this is cool and then like when we got home and it finally came out we was like nah like some that ain't it um <laughs> yeah Titanfall 2 too was a because we i actually think we were more excited about that um uh, when it came out but um when battlefield or when dyson and activision were basically battling it's like oh hey, you went to the past all right i'm gonna go back to the past nobody wants to play world war one and world war two games anymore i think that that was really why like battlefield stayed where it was and call of duty was like okay like all right we went back to world war one world war two we're gonna go back to uh we're gonna go back to present time we're gonna go back to the future and uh and, and because this is what people wanted like people didn't want us to go back to the past we're gonna who go the fuck back wanted to ride a horse time?
0: into a gunfight? Fight.
1: Exactly. It was, it was. It was really bad. We're charged it was really with a really bayonet.
0: Bad. The fuck out of yeah.
1: Yeah, nobody wants to play that. And the fact that, like, after Battlefield at the DICE did uh Battlefield 1, then they did Battlefield 5, and it was like, all right, well, we're not going back to present. We're War going to still, still stay in the world. Yeah, we're going to do World War Two. I was like, oh, come on, man. Me those were so disappointed. But I will say that Battlefield 5 was still fun when I played it, but it still For didn't give me the same feeling as Battlefield. Well, it wasn't that long. uh But it still didn't give uh, uh, me the same feeling. I, I, probably say the same for you uh ethos and utbh as we had when we played battlefield 3 and battlefield 4 once they got it to work 3 4 and hardline were like the highlights for me
0: yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and and yeah and i would agree with you also when you talked about like dice just hasn't been innovative enough with the the previous two battlefield games um because i remember battlefield 3 like yes conquest on pc was a big thing we never seen that scale before battlefield 4 with the revolution was a big thing at the time when it worked um battlefield 3 when they were like okay like we we gave you conquest um but we're gonna give you close quarters now and and like close quarters was hella fun and we brought new guns and it was just a bunch of new stuff and and i felt like this one made it super fun but then just going back in the past and giving us the same old games didn't really make anything fun but it was really just to the fact that at least in my opinion that they went back to world war one and world war two they need to go back to the present and uh hopefully if the you know if some of these battlefield six rumors are real that you know they just go back to what you know what the roots were and what really got me into playing uh battlefield more than call of duty at the time
0: facts 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 um uh, when I uh, did it say on the rumor when it was supposed to come out. I don't think so Probably like this fall if I had to guess though because they're talking about ps5 or whatever.
3: It's coming out this fall That's yeah. what uh, EA earring call said that they have it coming out this holiday 2021
0: I, I want them to do good because that means everything else is gonna do good So like I need y'all yeah. to get it together. Yeah, I'm, I'm
3: happy Call of Duty got better I'm <laughs> really happy that Call of Duty got actually really fun and really good. I had that like, epiphany last
0: night when I was playing zombies. I'm like, yo, I've really been on Call of Duty a lot yeah. more lately. <laughs> I, I was
3: telling JG, I was like, I was saying, I was like, I'm not gonna lie. I can't remember the last time like JG, Siggy and I, like we played a Call of Duty this like late into his life cycle. Like we're in February and we're still playing the game. Usually we get sick of it by, <laughs> by like December or like, you know, January, but we're still playing it and we're still loving it. So. Man, seven is the best
2: time to play Call of Duty. That's when all the kids get it for Christmas, and you can pubstomp. Yes, yeah. sir. That's every game too.
0: I think it's because Call of Duty gives you so much value um, for sixty dollars. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. it makes sense. Uh, so yeah, those are Battlefield Six rumors. Look out for that. We gonna see. We gonna see. Um, first trailer for Mass Effect Legendary Edition dropped the other day. For those unaware, they are remastering Mass Effect's original trilogy, all three games, plus sixty plus pieces of DLC will be in it i think only one piece will not be in it um they're in, they're improving like the lighting um some like the textures and stuff it's not a full-blown remake but more of like a traditional remaster just kind of cleaning up the textures a little bit making it look a little bit more modern boosting the resolution and the frame rate um jg i know you really love mass effect i know you really love that scene where you run into the gars uh <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what did the trailer did you do do you care it's supposed to drop may 14th did it do anything for you
1: nah like yeah i mean obviously i don't think i will ever match the excitement that you and ethos have because i know like mass effect series is near and dear to your hearts but i am excited for it i have i literally have no choice now (laughs) what what's this edition is coming out to it the best version to play play yeah to finally play it so because i know that you all did tell me in the very beginning and and i mean mass effect 2 on the pc wasn't bad because i I played a couple hours of that on the pc um but i know you all said that you know mass effect one did not age well at all um, so I'm hoping that, you know, when I do get a chance to start from the beginning and play Mass Effect 1, that, um, that, you know, it'll, it'll be fine uh, when I do play it. Uh, but like I said, I, I wasn't like super excited about it. like, all oh, like here it comes, they're finally showing something and it comes out in May so um, hopefully if nothing else like big drops around that time I can finally like sit there and really dive in and start from the beginning and, and I'll stream it so everybody can sit yes. there and, and, <laughs> and, and react and react to the parts that I don't know anything about and call me dumb like why well, you why that's is, this is, this is a poor character right there why you not react I'm doing, but like alright whatever <laughs>
0: <crap."> <laughs> I'm
1: like whatever man I don't know what the hell is going on but, uh, but I, I'm excited I'm excited to get into it so, so when May comes around I hope that y'all you know whoever's listening, and y'all watch.
0: Uh, just for clarification, too, there will not be uh the multiplayer the mass effect three's multiplayer in it. Uh, if you get any of y'all were looking for it's it's strictly just the single player stuff. Why not? Um, yeah. they said they wanted to focus on just cleaning up the, the original games. Because yeah. you all like that mode, didn't you? You all know oh, that. that mode was Yeah, dope. it was it good. It was on I always bragged about it. It was on oh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right. But I don't, I don't I don't I don't my thing is like I don't think anybody really played in Mass. It was a pleasant surprise in Mass Effect 3 but nobody played mass effect for the multiplayer it's 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 a story driven game
1: yeah just just a quick question before you all go on with your opinions um from what you all remember like not doing any of the like crazy side stuff how long would you all uh guesstimate that the games are hundred hours for, like, no,
0: for no for, no negro. That's if you do like the side missions stuff. From what I remember,
3: the side mission. No, he said don't. He said
0: don't. not it. Okay, okay, okay. So from what I remember, because I remember I did do one rush playthrough like on every game. It's probably like twenty to thirty hours if you just run through the game
3: okay i'm uh, capping okay. you can finish mass effect one in, in under 20 hours see yeah it's it's okay. not that
0: long the main story mass effect two but and the, three
3: are longer the
0: thing is the the side 4. missions are so good they feel like they're part of the main missions and then also you want to do the side missions especially in the second one when the suicide mission comes like you want you want to do them, trust me
3: you want to do that you're gonna
0: fuck finish. up your whole playthrough if yeah. you don't it's 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 yeah that i would say ghost of Tsushima borrowed a lot from mass effect in the sense that like i said the the, the side missions matter just as much as the main ones yeah okay i just
1: wanted a just a general scale but all right
0: cool
3: yeah if you just play the main stuff and you're not like in the just some of the important side stuff and you kind of like stay away from the like really just stupid stuff then like you could probably could finish all of it in 50 hours
0: yeah yeah because i remember ace ran through yeah. all three games in like a week uh yeah. i think he just ran through this he sat story.
3: down yeah he ran through it in like a week yeah not all right cool. but i think if
0: you genuinely yeah. enjoy the world and the story you're gonna want to do the side visions
3: yeah you ace, won't feel ace to gotta down. go fast
2: <laughs> uh, any hot takes on uh this greg mass effect remaster nah man i never played mass effect i the one i came in on was Andromeda, mm, and same. that was okay but yeah, i've heard ethos talk very highly of it so i'm definitely going to give it a look see and yeah hopefully it's it lives up to his hype
0: yeah 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 what about you ethos anything
3: uh, I love it, so I'm just gonna play. Yeah, I don't, I
0: don't care what's coming out when that game again. comes out. I'm yeah. play it
3: again. <laughs> I, I knew you, I knew you nerds would go to freaking I'm do that. A- like, I don't I care if Battlefield it's Six comes game, out bro. the
0: same day. We running through it, baby. <laughs> yeah. They
3: could drop a cyberpunk, they could drop a cyberpunk like overhaul patch, and I'm still gonna play Mass Effect. So, yeah. so, so I'm, I know that you all played
1: probably each game multiple times. So, can you all think of like a run that you
3: haven't done that you? do try? the same thing like, against, I'm gonna do the same. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I'm going to
0: play <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to play the same exact classes that I played. But here's how here's how in-depth the game is. I beat Mass Effect 1 11 times and every time I found new shit in the game, dog. Like I'm telling you, like the game has so much de- And then, and then on top of that I didn't. I only played like two, three different classes. I think there's like five or six.
3: There's like six. Yeah, and they had a new one in two and three. There's years. so
0: many different ways you could play the game. It's it's like a lot of these games nowadays are so influenced by Mass Effect, and people just don't know because they didn't play. Pg.
3: Do you know how you played Cyberpunk and you opened up the skills menu and you were like, "Oh my fucking yes. god!" It's like yes. that for Mass Effect, especially <laughs> in like, Mass Effect One. Yeah, especially yeah, in Mass yeah, Effect it's One. It's like Mass Effect One. Yeah, they they simplified a little bit more in two and three, but one's gonna be a lot like that. Like, holy shit, there's a lot of skill trees and a lot of items and stuff.
0: But I think the skills yeah, are cooler important. in Mass Effect, though. So,
3: oh yeah, I mean, you could fling people. You can't. Yeah, like people.
0: if you if you liked Anthem's like kind of prime and detonator system, you'll like Mass, oh, you'll Mass Cause Effect because that's literally what they copied it from
1: yeah yeah because i remember I, I did that on andromeda too that's, that's why like i really like that combat i know that you all like story-wise you all didn't like it as much as the uh the original three but i like that combat a lot in yeah andromeda. if you
0: enjoyed andromeda's combat and you want it but the, you want a good story that's the basically story? the original story yeah, the original the trilogy, trilogy. trilogy yeah uh, so we gonna okay. see okay we gonna uh may 14th <laughs> that they said that's supposed to drop um so we're excited for that uh new court new kotor is being made but it's not knights of the old republic it's not being developed by bioware ea uh do you have any insider take on this ethos because i never actually played kotar here's my you spicy steak. here's Go my ahead. spicy
3: i love that series it was a prelude to mass effect so you could kind of thank kotar for mass effect because that's how they got that's how they inspired From him the footage mass Destiny, it looks like um it. yeah i i wish honestly, as well as jade empire re- yeah yeah and Jade, yeah and i wish they would remake kotar and like modernize it and then bring it out again because i feel like the story it's it's phenomenal um but my hot take is, oh man, this is gonna be spicy. I think I think C D Project Red has it. I think. That's my that's my spice. Is that something to be I happy think. about? Yes, because i think just because of one fucko with cyberpunk doesn't mean that they can't make a good gotar game i don't know man so they they, ba- it's, up, it's
0: 50 50 50 to me man you got witcher 3 and then you got cyberpunk that's a 50 50 bad i mean they have, witcher.
3: they have all the other witchers
0: yeah uh, witcher. witcher one and They're two good. were cool but it's not witcher 3 and that's what i'm saying like they got their, was, their...
3: Witcher two is really good
0: I, i'd actually i'd yeah but i'd actually I'd argue because those weren't as good as three that brings down their average so do you really want to bring that in
3: uh yeah i'll still put it in like just because they they had a uh, slip up with cyberpunk doesn't mean that i don't think they can't make good games that's like ridiculous My cyberpunk like,
0: I, I, you know i uninstalled that game right
3: yeah i heard somebody told me that you fucked up you had only two minutes left and you would have beat the game the, the ending
0: was, was so it was boring. so boring bro i was like you had a bad ending whack. you had a bad ending. I'm, I'm not, and i'm not fine. playing through <laughs> another 50 hours to get a good one nope well nope. You,
3: you don't need to you could just rerun the last mission again i'm
0: not doing it i'm good
3: it's bro. like you know how the suicide mission was
2: Literally no cuz you know bombs.
0: you know I was I was already pissed. I don't know if you ever watched my video. I was already pissed. Nah, and the final the, the final boss fight glitched on me. Uh Wait yeah oh, I don't want to the, play the, the play. whole the I whole my it. whole playthrough was a clusterfuck even chaos was like yo it was wild watching your shit on stream <laughs> yeah. I, I was like bro this game is ass i don't want to play this shit dog i'm telling
1: you that do you bro like all the you, that you can yeah, experience BJB, you like, i didn't
3: have that problem <laughs> yeah
0: i got the the, the bug curse control
3: <laughs> everything else bro every time bro i don't know about that shit at least i'm gonna bite on fucking xbox <laughs> if they, <laughs> or if or if people, they get man. Kotor,
0: i gotta see some gameplay i, don't I know, think bro. i think
3: my spicy take is i think kotor has it or bethesda has it because it seems like they pick someone who has the rpg base and those are the two i would first pick to run it i would be i'm i would be very concerned if ubisoft got it <laughs> but uh i i think they're gonna pick like a very like rpg pedigree studio so i think it's gonna be either see if it's not ea if it's not bioware the only ones i can think of right now in the market that could do it is cd project red and um yeah bethesda that, yeah. That's the only two. I can't think of another one, unless there's a studio I'm not considering. But I don't think. What about Obsidian?
0: Studio. uh They just made a. Uh,
3: oh Outer yeah. Outer yeah whatever. I you know what? I would actually out of everything I would love Obsidian to get it. I, like, I think Obsidian they,
0: actually makes more sense. Yeah, yeah they
3: they can I do the shop, grab it, but for sure. Yeah, the thing is, Obsidian's working on like what four games, three games right now. Like they have a lot of games on there. So that's I'm mm. like I don't know if they have time to do another one, but maybe if it's like so early on. Okay, so yeah, I'll change it around. I'd rather want Obsidian first, then CD Projekt Red, then Bethesda, like far last. Very far last. I let Bioware BioWare give a second shot to it before I'd have to let let Bethesda do it, so I don't know. I'm trying to think if there's any other studio, but I can't.
0: Does anybody uh, anybody else care about KOTOR? I really don't because I didn't play it. I always heard it was good, but like I wanted I'm only going to play it. If there's a remaster. It's aged. Game. It's <laughs> aged poor. Honestly, it's things
3: like if you want to eat the story. The story's really good. I'd watch. I believe it. I believe it. I believe like it. Yeah, just for, watch it on YouTube. Literally. Yeah, unfortunately, I wouldn't recommend playing it. It's aged pretty poorly. Mm, yeah, I never played it
1: either, so uh, yeah, I yeah. have no opinion on it.
2: No opinion. Just waiting. To see That's my right little right.
3: five minutes to say hey, people should give Star Wars: The Republic a shot because it has some of the best writing in all of Star Wars. That's Fair my little enough. spiel. That's
0: my spiel. All right, uh, this one actually crossed my timeline literally right before I started the show, so I threw it on there. So this is a conversation we've actually had before. I don't know. if it was Wait, side, the side side thing, side thing. Can ahead. I can I ask a
3: side topic real quick? Good. You you played Hitman three, right? Yeah. I'm thinking about buying it. Is it worth it? Is it fun? Is it good? Is it good like? I Hitman just 2? can't
0: get into that franchise, bro. And I like I like uh, stealth games. I like Splinter Cell. I like right. Ghost Recon, but like I just can't get into.
3: What is it like? Do you think I would like? Like I love Hitman. 2016
0: I think you. Oh, so if you like 2016, you'll like it. It's the same fucking game. It's just new missions. Ooh,
3: okay. Because
0: I play, I play 2016. It's the same exact game. I really didn't see anything different with other than there was new missions. But were there probably, any like,
3: issues with it or was, no, like, no. Were the so? Same
0: me, I can't. I don't think it's bad. It's like a C to me. I don't think it's bad. Oh, okay. I just can't get into it because I think Agent Forty Seven is boring. Uh, the yeah, story uh... the story's boring. Um, and then like a lot of the gameplay, I don't know, like.
3: Well, did you did you play the other Hitman's like 2016 yeah, 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 like I
0: said, I don't think it's a bad game. I, I just don't think it's for me.
3: OK, yeah, because I was kind of actually low key excited about the story after playing Hitman, too. So uh, I guess I'll have to like,
0: I think you'll like it. I think you'll like it. it it's one of those things I don't okay. think is is it's is it
3: worth. Like, do you feel like it's worth the money of it? Like, do you think $60? Hell,
0: no. hell no, no, ga- no, the game's only like five hours.
3: But but it's the replayability. Like it doesn't have a lot of replay. Yeah, that's what people were
0: telling me too. It's okay. the replayability. See, that's the thing. I don't give a fuck about that shit. But yeah, if you don't care and oh, you okay. want to replay, then yeah, go for yeah. it. But other than that, okay. I would say rate for the price. To yeah, buy.
3: I like spending hours. Like you, you could
0: beat it in one sitting probably. Yourself.
3: Okay. Okay. Cool. All right. Sorry, You can go to the next. No, episode. you Actually, good. You good. Scared. I was staring at it on the Epic Games store, and I was like, I'm gonna buy this thing. I think, and I was. just
0: it is what it is um what do i say oh so yeah this is something i think we talked about on a previous podcast uh like why more games don't use the nemesis the nemesis system from motor um and it's interesting because this article came across my timeline and apparently uh wb uh warner bros interactive it's because they've patented the actual technology and the, the concept behind the nemesis system in shadow of motor and the patent doesn't end till 2035 so, if any game developer wants to use a system similar to Shadow of Wars, um, you would have to either pay a licensing fee or let it go. Uh, do y'all see this becoming a trend? Like, does this bother you? You care anything about this?
2: Yeah, definitely. I see this becoming a trend when you know someone makes someone something really innovative because that patenting nemesis game mechanics—that's wild. Because <laughs> that, the, come on, you gotta admit the nemesis system was freaking amazing. It was something completely new, like. Yeah. Sparing people and having them come back is something stronger, or being terrified of seeing you if you keep messing with them.
0: Do y'all do y'all think if um, you think if respawn patented like some of their wall running mechanics and stuff? Call of Duty like Black Ops Three would have never came out. Like, <laughs> I don't
3: know what it came out. I'm Ooh. very. I don't like this. I don't like this. Yeah, I, mean,
0: I don't know if I like this. Like, I feel like it could stagnate creativity. This,
3: this literally would terrify any developer of even trying. Like, literally, the, the best I describe it is. Gaming and just gaming development in general has always been an iterative process Process of a bunch of creative people building off of the blocks of people before them and coming mm-hmm. up with new games. Like imagine if some, like this to me feels like, as, imagine if like, uh, id Imagine if id created Doom right and they created like FPS the grandfather FPS and then they patented it and said you know what we came up with this brand new idea of a first person shoot we're going to patent this idea cuz no other game has done this so we're going to patent it now imagine we would have never gotten any of the advancements as, into the entire genre or or or, no
0: or. let's let's take like oh, yeah. Grand Theft Auto 5 that's one of everybody's favorite games one of the people's favorite things to do is all the different activities in it what if like i don't know Top spin tennis game. They patented the technology behind their tennis. Then you couldn't get tennis in, and Grand Theft Auto or or Tiger Woods patented or EA. I mean patented their golf or Two K. So you couldn't I mean, get golf in 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 freaking. I mean,
3: there's a recent example of that. Like, do you remember Crazy Taxi?
0: Yeah. You know why
3: there hasn't been a new Crazy Taxi? Why is because it's copyrighted, it's licensed, like that entire concept of that entire game. So that's why you have seen any other like indie or anything else create a game similar to it. Because I think an indie game tried to do that and it literally went, they sent it to court for saying that it infringed too much on Crazy Taxi.
2: New yeah. Age would just be ultra Uber.
3: Yeah, and that's the thing, it's like, they say like, oh, this is to protect that. And I get it, it's like, it's a very unique system. I think that's it. But like Ubisoft has like a very similar nemesis system in their games. So it's like, would they come after Ubisoft for that? Because like, Odyssey had it. Uh, Watch Dogs had a similar system with the like, you know, NPCs. Like, if if Ubisoft went to court and was like, we know we're gonna patent our like, play as anybody system, right? Now like, well, shit. Like, if I wanted to make a game and I had an idea, like, it was like, oh, I was inspired by Watch Dogs Legion, but I want to make it better. I want to come up with some like a cool twist to it. They could take me to court for that. Like, they could be like, no, it's too close to our original system. We're gonna take you to court. Now like, you know, you're stunning my creativity. I can't come up with something. new. I think
0: you know, it's funny too. I oh. think it stunts creativity across the board. Not just from competition but from inside as well because they could use it as a weapon in a sense that like oh you know why do we need to innovate our own games that much when we have this technology patented you know and shadow of mordor 3 you know this is the only place you're going to be able to get it so we're yeah only
3: like wb games is going to have the nemesis yeah, yeah. like, no it's, like yeah, it's like yeah they and they don't even let's say they don't even like innovate it like like what you're saying like what if they don't even like try to improve it or they, make it yeah better? they use
0: it as a carrot that dangle over your head versus actually trying to innovate
3: yeah and I like, the only way, because think of it, like that's why Call of Duty innovated. It was because you know other games looked at Call of Duty formula and said, let's see if we can make it better. And
2: mm-hmm. That's why Call
3: of Duty has constantly had to innovate and make itself better. Like that sort of innovation is important to the industry. And if you have people out here trying to patent every single thing that they make unique, right? Like I have, like for example, I have something in Samurai Zero I've been working on the past week. It's something I've that I've never seen in a video game before. No other video game has done it before. Now imagine I go to court, right? And I'm like, you know what? No one has ever done this system before. I'm gonna go to court and I'm gonna make a patent for it. And I don't want no one else. To use this type of system like it's ridiculous it's just ridiculous because then i'm like i'm like stunning other people who be like yo i was really inspired by this game but i'm not going to touch it or i'm not going to go close to it so it's a freaking it's
0: game mechanic um i don't know yeah. what about you jay how you feeling about this
1: yeah i mean I, I don't understand this one either um it's like i understand if if you made something innovative and you're proud of it and you spend a lot of development time on it that's fine but i can't really think of a from a logical standpoint why you would want to patent it besides just trying to get money off of other people if they want to use the system um and and i agree with you all like i if they're going to patent it what they did already um you all better be finding ways to further innovate on it and be willing to you know bring us some more games um if it's not within the shadow uh, series or another series that you all are making because i i want to see this system being further implemented in the games it's not going to make any sense for you all to patent it and then we're not getting any more games or it's going to be a huge time period before we get another game and and like just think about what if these new games come out maybe it's not even in the Shadow series and you don't even have the nemesis system anymore then what like I feel like it's just sitting there just collecting dust at that point so I really hope that they are truly thinking about this again I understand if like this is your baby you're like super duper proud about the nemesis system I remember Ethos saying like when Shadow of War and Shadow of Mordor came out like it was like that was one of the, like your favorite system like one of your most innovative systems that you've seen in the video game in a long time and you praised it to the high heavens and and i like it too um but i, I just don't think that getting a patent on it was the right move like you like were saying like it just I, I feel like it just stunts like what another uh what another company could do to you know just further innovate on something that you created it's fine like you know like paying homage saying yeah we got this from wb which a lot of people don't do in the game industry unfortunately but uh but i it's, it's like i i don't think that it's a problem for another company to just further build off of something that you created till
0: 2035 so don't expect uh don't expect the uh, the nemesis system in any other game unless a company pays a very hefty fee and i don't think anybody's gonna pay a fee for one specific game mechanic and hope that it sells their game because it's almost like um in the rap community it's almost like sampling now like oh you want to sample you have to pay a clearance fee uh uh-uh, nah because it's not trying to do that so i hope your next game is really good because uh it's funny the last one wasn't that great <laughs> with all the microtransactions <laughs> uh just to finish the damn game
1: mm. uh, and i still ain't finished that game either I've PTSD, up on it.
0: wb games done lost their damn mind you live long enough to become the villain um speaking of villains uh, the media is trying to make Ninja into one. And I know our residential SGW warrior here, uh, JG, is going to love to t- touch on this Let's topic. Go. So uh, Ninja did an interview and they asked him, I think it was with uh, the New York Times. And they were asking him about uh, he, uh, teaching about racism and white privilege. And he said it wasn't his job to teach your kids. Basically, this is what he said in the, in the interview. Ninja said it all comes down to parenting. Um, you want to know who your kid is? Listen to him when he's playing video games when he thinks you're not. Here's another thing. How does a white kid know he has white privilege if his parents never teach him or they don't talk about racism? Uh, Ninja went on to say that it's not his job to teach kids about cultural topics uh, related to race race, because his first instinct is to assume he's being trolled in the chat. If they're gaming and their first interaction with racism is one of their friends saying the N-word and they have no idea what it is, what if it was on my stream, Ninja asked is it my job is it my job to have this conversation with this kid no because the first thing that's going on in my head is the kid is doing all this on purpose to troll me if someone says a racial slur on someone else's stream it could potentially get the streamer banned it's awful but it's the first thing i think of um is there any other notable quotes oh that was that was about the gist of it uh so jay what's what's your what's your take on all this
1: i mean i i think i've bashed ninja on uh, on things that he said in the past, but for the initial thing that he said that it's not his job to teach uh, kids about racism to parents, he's absolutely right. He's 100 correct. Like I would not come to Ninja and be like, "Yo, like you got you got to teach my daughter about racism." It's my job. It's it's my wife's job to teach our kids about it and that's the majority of the problem i feel like a lot of things which have been instilled unfortunately from generation to generation uh, especially when we're talking about racism and being ignorant to everything it comes down to the parents a lot of parents teach their kids about this and a lot of parents don't teach their kids about anything and they're growing up especially in the previous like two generations i would say they grow up with the internet they grow up with tv and grow up with social media and if they're growing up like that and they have no one to teach them any better how these are the things that they're going to learn so if you're seeing people just constantly say the N word on the internet and nobody teaches you how as maybe a, a white kid that that's not cool to say and that's not a part of any video game or online culture then what are they going to do they don't know any better so they're going to they're going to say it so for that part Ninja is right but at the same time especially with everybody knowing you and you basically being the face of gaming nah bro it is your job to cut that shit out when you hear somebody who you may not know saying that stuff on stream or you see people saying that in your chat your first thought is not to be like oh i could potentially get banned because of this." like what right bro? you a grown man (laughs) you talking about get it potentially he's not gonna get banned off
0: twitch he's too they make him too much money so that was a terrible argument he's untouchable he's untouchable he's untouchable
1: But, but if he's trying to talk from the standpoint of like you know somebody who's smaller than him, yeah you know they could potentially get banned. but we're talking about you. Um, you're not going to get banned for it because, you know, uh, everybody and their mom's going to see it. They're going to clip it and they're going to have the proof uh, amongst you getting it yourself. So you're not going to get banned. So if that's what you're still thinking about in 2021 is getting banned off of somebody saying a racist slur in your stream, then again, you got a lot of growing up to do and you really need to look at the real world because that that's not going to happen. And that's not what you should be worried about. Yes, it is your job to be like, hey, yo, chill out that's not cool you shouldn't be saying that. that's all you have to do you don't have to give them a freaking life lesson now if that's what you're thinking about again going back to your original statement about that not being your job it's a parent job yes again it's 100 correct nobody's asked you to be a freaking activist on your stream every single time but again you have to be aware that people yeah i don't think they're trying to troll you i just think it's simply because they don't know any better and and you need to just check that again because you can control what's going on in your community believe it or not like a lot of people feel like they're powerless to it but it's a lot of tools that you can use um like when it comes to like chatting and stuff on whatever platform in order to cut that out and you yourself if someone is saying that type of stuff in your stream you have the duty to call that stuff out because if you don't again everybody else who doesn't know any better and who hasn't been taught by their parents they're going to think that stuff is cool and they're going to think that you know that that stuff is being allowed and not only your chat but other people chat as well so
0: I was going to say, if anything, this story taught me because I did a video about this. This story taught me that people don't actually know what the word parenting means, because to me, parenting is a 24-7 job. Right. Because I was saying something similar in my video. I was like, yeah, it's not his job to parent your kids. I completely agree. That is 100 percent the parent's job. But on the flip side of things, if it's constantly happening in your chat, you don't have to give a life lesson. But every once in a while, just say like, yo, that shit is not cool. You'd be surprised how many. How many people you would actually affect, and like it would happen on You're never gonna 100% stop it, but it would happen a whole lot less. And because you're letting it fly when you do nothing, uh, it's only gonna get it's only gonna get worse. I think uh, because they 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 think that, um, they're, the 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 trolling is like okay, but it's like if you just tell them to stop. Like You said some people just don't know any better. Uh, so the parenting thing, it's a 24/7 thing. Telling someone to say like if JG says something incorrect on the podcast, and I'd be like, actually, that's not true. That's not what the article says. Am I being your parent?
1: no you're, <laughs> correcting so that, you're correcting
0: me so i don't look like a dummy and
1: have people in the youtube comments calling me stupid because i didn't know something so people we were calling me
0: people were calling me like a hypocrite and i was like no i'm not yeah it's like you said we're not asking this motherfucker to get on stream for three hours straight and give a seminar about a white privilege and shit to be like yo can y'all stop like don't do that in my chat you'd be surprised how because he's so influential and these kids the thing is they look up to him and be like, no, that shit ain't cool. Because I, I take the time whenever somebody says some shit, especially when they be making, like, fucking generalizations about, like, women in my chat or some shit like that. Like, I'll stop. I'll literally pause the game and I'll fry this motherfucker be like, yo, that shit's not cool for X, Y, and Z. And, like, you know what was funny? I was on the Keep It A Buck podcast. I don't know if y'all had watched it. Um, One of the dudes that's on there, he's actually a longtime viewer of mine. And he, he admitted, he's like, man, I gotta get this off my chest. It's a true story, but y'all gotta watch this podcast. This man said, he said, yo, you actually banned me a couple years ago out of your chat and he's like he's like i was so hurt by that shit and uh i was like i was like uh i was like what the fuck did i ban you but he's like i was saying like some wild shit like some racist shit or some shit like that he's like i was i, remember I was in the group chat my, i was telling my friends or whatever but he's like long story short he's like i was hurt in the moment he's like but i'm glad you checked me about that shit he's like it helped me grow up or whatever As like you see i didn't parent him i banned his ass and told him you shouldn't do x y and z and he learned from it and, and, and everything came full circle because we laughed about the shit i wasn't even mad about it I was like that's hilarious um so nah you don't got to parent people just you know be a decent person, man. Treat people the way you want to be treated.
1: That's very interesting for two things: the fact that he said he was hurt for it, <laughs> <laughs> Bro, getting hurt for getting banned. That's, a, that's a,
0: again. He said he was sixteen and he just didn't know. He was just whiling and saying stupid shit on the internet. He was like, he's like, I was glad you checked me though
1: yeah but that's pretty funny and i don't know if me at 16 would have been i know me now i definitely wouldn't get hurt because i'll be like yo i'm too old to you know know better right like i should i should know i shouldn't be you know saying some crazy stuff but at 16 i don't know i don't know if i would have felt the same way so that's pretty funny but uh but the second fact is is again you just mentioned that uh that you know he learned his lesson you're like yo i need i need to chill and you learn from it and you you know learn as you grow and get older and then you stop that you know stop that same behavior so if that was a a life lesson then again like you just said ninja can do the exact same thing you again you ain't gonna give no seminar but you can just be like yo that's not cool and a lot of people will follow that and they'll stop
0: here's here's another perspective too saying that you are not everybody's parent is under the assumption we're all playing with the same deck of cards you might need be that one person that they need to hear it from because people don't got parents like not all you of us got no daddy. Yeah. Mom. <laughs> yeah like people are not as yeah especially yeah most people don't got daddy so like they would listen to you because you're a man they look up to you they watching you but you know he just
2: doesn't want to get banned uh any any takes <laughs> on this greg <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I mean, yeah, I, I agree with you guys on the fact that, you know, you don't have to be necessarily a parent to check someone. Like you check your friends all the time, especially when they you know, when you do something wrong or you have a person in your life where they can check you and let you know, yo, what you did back there, a little fucked up. Fix it. And you know, you do it. And like you said, to the to to young 10 year olds who don't know any better and might just think it's cool to do this online he might be the person to to change their ways early on so that they don't get stuck in some weird trolley state where they're just growing up thinking all this shit is cool and they don't know no better so mm, okay okay
0: what about you ethos
3: uh yeah i agree I, 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 <laughs> I, I Everything. I, I agree. Like, I, I mean, I'm, you're not supposed to be parenting people, but it's still I still think you have a social responsibility, especially when you have an a big audience. It's yours. You have a social responsibility to speak up when somebody does something wrong or says something really stupid or, or something that could harm other people. I think you do have a social responsibility, to. Um, stand up and correct those people on saying that's wrong. And by you not doing that, you know, silence is still the the, uh, the um, used by the oppressor. So you are no better than the people who are actually pushing that. But yeah. by not doing anything, you're helping the enemy. Yep. Here's, here's, by, here's another exactly. perspective, right?
0: Right. Check this out. Um, nobody seems to have trouble parenting people when there's other types of things. Like let's say like there's a pedo in the community, right? Am I just supposed to be like, no, that's yeah, not ignore cool. it. Yeah, just ignore yeah. it. Like it, it. You know what I uh-huh. notice? It always becomes parenting when it involves black people. Oh, you know, like, it, it's, it's it's not that big of a deal. Like, they're just trolling or whatever. Like, evil is evil, dog. It's a gamer word. Facts. Facts. Yep. <laughs> so.
3: What do we call pedophiles? Just pedo? It's just, it was that's just what gamer say. stuff? Like uh, People
0: pick and choose what the fuck they care about. You just don't really care that much, in this code. Cool. It is what it is. Um, That's all I got on my show notes, though. Anybody got anything else they want to add to the conversation before we wrap it up?
2: Hmm. No, no, no. y'all hear about sonic prime coming to uh netflix in 2022
0: oh the tv show the live action only ace cares about that
2: though oh i only mentioned <laughs> it it's just on my show notes for tomorrow or, or is, is it live action or is it animated i think it's gonna be animated they uh, haven't released too much information on it yet because you know it's still a whole mm, another year out but maybe if i just it's hope it's better like, than the last thing they created maybe if it's something like sonic
0: x i'd be interested wait are you you're a Super Sonic fan hell yeah man come on all right show's over this guy's weird we gotta get out of here i right? am <laughs> <laughs> fucking with you wait so which, which one's your favorite sonic
2: um the original actually Okay. Like, sonic the hedgehog you got to get
0: my... you got to get ace on the podcast so you guys can uh, compare sonic notes
2: please help us out we need more big names we uh we're actually having a competition right now this year who can bring in the best okay. guests Mm, okay, okay. Okay.
0: Shit, it, it, it don't ever hurt to tweet somebody and see what happens. You never know.
2: Um,
0: what, what was I about to say? Oh, he's at the signers. Well, you got the show floor since you're the guest, uh, Greg. Uh, what's your closing statement for Game Illuminati 112? Go.
2: Uh, man, it's been great coming on, hearing you guys' takes. Thanks for having me on the show. Uh, man. Oh, sh- happy Black History Month, everybody. Almost forgot that one. Shout out to all the black kings and queens of the world you you remind me i need to find my kooky uh (laughs) (laughs) i was about to ask about that when you putting the kooky on for the stream i
0: lost it i lost it because i had moved it might be somewhere in the boxes uh i still got boxes that are unpacked in my closet and shit so uh i gotta find it and clean it uh jay you got the show floor closing statement for episode 112 go
1: First of all, huge shout out to Greg. Thank you for not only being on time, but you were early. So appreciate you for <laughs> you know, coming in Discord and you know being prepared and uh, and you know you were definitely prepared. Like it was nothing, uh, no awkwardness or anything. You do your own podcast, so uh, so that's that's nice. And you know if you want somebody on the show, just only say reach out to them. And uh, yeah, it is Black History Month, but like uh like you said before don't only reach out to black people don't only support black people during black history month support us always especially if we're doing dope shit so there you go
0: mm, ethos closing statement for episode 112 go
3: i wish everybody a happy day a happy black history month and i hope you all prosper mm, okay,
0: okay my closing uh, statement for episode 112 is uh this episode came out quite sweet which is funny because like JG said, is episode 112, peaches and cream. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I appreciate everybody coming through, checking out the show. If you're watching the video version, please be sure to leave a like on the video. Uh, if you made it to the end of the podcast, um, leave a comment in the comment section below saying, um, Ninja's my daddy. And... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, if you're watching the audio version, please remember to rate the show five stars to help us move up the algorithm. Other than that, we'll see you guys on the next episode of the GI Podcast. Peace.